Welcome to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Hello, welcome back to Mind Your Hormones. I'm super excited to chat with you today. Today, I'm coming to you from my car. I am sitting down at the docks right now. I just left bar class and I was like feeling really good. It was such a good workout. I get so much energy after movement and I just decided I wanted to be outside. Well, not really outside because I'm in my car, but not be in a closet where I normally record the episodes. So if you hear a seagull or two, that is why. But Today, we are chatting about ways that I really help myself when I feel super overwhelmed and super stuck. And I came up with this last night because the past few days, I've been just feeling like off. I just felt off. Like I felt like there was like just tightness in my body. Like I just felt like something was off. I was just feeling more down. I was comparing myself. I was doing all these things that I know I normally don't do and that don't make me feel good. So I was like, okay, something is off. What is going on? So I journaled, which is my like go-to thing, and I came up with what I need to do when my energy feels like it's all tangled up, right? I need to tend to my energy because I haven't been doing that. And I'm not talking about my physical energy right now. I'm talking about my vibrational energy because everything is vibration. Everything is energy. And we've talked about this on the podcast before, and I felt myself like all tangled up. And I was like, I need to tend to my energy. What do I need to do to actually start feeling better? And that is what we're chatting about today. So I am giving you, I have, I wrote down myself 10 things that I'm going to be focusing on. And that might seem like a lot, but it's things that I have always done. It's just that I haven't been as intentional about all of them. And I've been letting some things slip a little bit. And that is why I felt this overwhelm and this stuck feeling and this just like literally like, I don't know how else to explain it other than like tangled up. Like my energy just felt like all tangled up and I needed to just like release it. So we're gonna go through some of them, not all 10. Um, Maybe I'll do five and then if you like this episode and you let me know that you like it, maybe I'll do the other five at another time. So let's get to it. The first one for me is setting more strict social media boundaries because as I've spoken about this again on the podcast before, but social media is designed to to addict you to it, right? It's designed for you to stay on it longer and longer and longer. And unfortunately, it also creates a lot of comparison, right? We could all say like, oh, I don't compare myself to other people. I've, I've really gotten so much better about that and not comparing myself to other people because I'm on my own journey. I know like every single person is unique, but when you're on social media too much, it kind of almost just comes with it, right? It's so much easier to compare yourself. And that's kind of where I was at these last, like this last week or two. I was in the middle of a launch. Um, the, my 12 week group coaching program, Mind Your Hormones 101 just started, um, on Tuesday or depending on when you're listening to this. Um, but I was, 
on my phone a lot more because of that, because I was talking to a lot more people. I was getting more clients to, to signed up for the course and all these things. So it just caused me to be on social media a lot more than I usually am. And this is where the comparison started coming in. And I really don't feel good when I do that. So for me, strict social media boundaries is like the number one for me because I need to connect more with myself and be more aligned with me so I don't feel this overwhelm and this comparison. Because when I tune into me, I don't feel those things because I'm more connected to myself instead of connecting to other people. And of course, we need connection with other people, but... It, 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 there comes a point where it's too much. So for me, more strict social media boundaries. I was doing really good with it a couple weeks back where I was not looking at my phone after 9 p.m. other than like Audible and podcasts, but social media-wise. Past 9 p.m. was not going on it anymore and it made a world of a difference for me. And if you are an entrepreneur also or you're a side hustler or you are using social media as a tool in your business, you understand that it could be very difficult to, um, you know, detach yourself from it. So another thing that I'm doing aside from making a hard boundary at 9 p.m. is that I'm having specific times where I'm going on my phone to check DMs and to check in and I'm having other times where I'm not going on it. There was a point where I was just constantly checking it. I was going on like every hour or more frequently. I'm like, holy crap, like this is just like way too much and it's so easy to get sucked in, but that is my number one. I'm having more strict social media boundaries. I'm having set times of when I'm going in, when I'm checking my DMs, less scrolling, more just creation um, and like checking with my community, serving them and less time just wasted on there. So that is my number one because by having the strict social media boundaries, I'm having more connection with myself, which is leading me into number two, which is the more that I tune in to myself, the more aligned I am. So number two is meditating. I, I, I have been consistently meditating, but I haven't really been dropping in and really allowing my myself to connect with myself. And so with number two, with meditation, it's also affirmation with that. I do. I don't know if you're familiar with John Acuff. If you're not, he's an amazing author. He wrote tons of books. His most recent one was called Soundtracks. And it was amazing. I listened to it on Audible. Highly recommend it. He has something in there called an anthem where every morning and every night you say an anthem, you set a, you say a set of affirmations to yourself in the mirror out loud. And I've been doing it for almost a month now and it's been amazing. But I realized that there were some affirmations that I just you know took because it was in the book that I didn't really need, but I needed other ones that were going to serve me in a better way. So the ones that I'm now adding to that and that I'm going to say in my head during meditation when my thoughts come up so to like, you know, distract, not distract, but to redirect my thoughts from like, okay, I got to get this at the grocery store. I have to check in with this client, you know, from going from that to this affirmation of the more I tune in, the more aligned I'll be. And Joy brings joy because when I'm in a lower vibrational state, it's like uh, that is not going to bring me the joy that I want, right? Because law of attraction, positive breeds positivity. Like joy brings joy. And just saying, I don't know if that helps you. Hopefully it does. But saying that to myself, that joy brings joy reminds me to, okay, do the things I love, have more fun with things. Cause I could get so serious and so regimented and it's really, it's 
more difficult for me to let loose than to not, but I feel so much better when I do, which is why I'm so grateful. For, one of the reasons why I'm so grateful for my fiance, Chris, because he is so playful and he has that playful energy and he helps me bring that out more. Um, so anyway, the joy brings joy. This is an affirmation I'm saying to myself to really just get back into a higher vibrational state and tuning more into my meditation. For me, I meditate so deeply when I'm in nature and when I'm outside. Right now, we're living in a one-bedroom condo and I don't have an outdoor space. And I've been letting that hold me back and as an excuse of being able to meditate outside. When we're on the beach, which we go pretty often, I meditate in such a deeper way because you know the beach, nature, it's just so much more easy. It's so much easier for me to connect. So I was like, okay, well, that's an excuse that I'm telling myself. If it's not really working for me to sit in my living room and do it, how else can I do it? So the other ways that I'm working around this is I might just sit on the stoop outside. And yes, there might be people passing or looking out the window and being like, what is she doing? But I don't care because if it means that I'll be able to get a better meditation in, which means I'll be able to connect with myself more, be more aligned, be more joyful and have more of the high vibe energy that I know I need because my energy is my superpower, then I'm going to do it. So I'm going to try that. And then of course, when I'm on the beach, I'm going to be meditating. And then right now, like I said, I'm in my car at the docks. I didn't meditate this morning. Instead, I came down to the docks after bar before I recorded this podcast episode, I meditated. And yes, I'm technically inside because I'm in my car, but it's just a different feeling because I know I'm near nature. It's just, I don't know, it's just something for me. So that is what I'm doing for number two. Okay, so number one is social media boundaries, connecting more with myself instead of outward connection and comparing and all of that. And number two is meditation and the affirmation of the more I tune in, the more aligned I'll be and joy brings joy. So that is number two. Number three, I'm going through real quick because I talk about this all the time and it's like really self-explanatory, but it's sleeping. I need sleep. I need eight hours of sleep. I, the, you know, the being a CEO and a coach and a mentor and all these things requires a lot of outward energy. It's a high energy career and I freaking love it, but that means I have to be even more intentional about storing up my energy and getting the proper amount of sleep. So I, again, the, like probably three weeks ago and before that I was doing so good with my sleep, but in launch mode, you know, getting a new client signed up for the Mind Your Hormones 101, I was going into that pattern of being on social media later and it was taking me, allowing me to go to bed later. So for me, I need strict boundary of 10.30 p.m., obviously, bedtime, okay? Like if it's even after 11, 11.30, even if I get the eight hours of sleep, because thankfully I have the flexibility where I can do that in my schedule, it still doesn't matter. I need to be to sleep before 11. It just feels so much better for me. So that is quick number three is sleep, making sure that is like a hard, strict boundary as well. All right, I hope you're following along with this podcast episode today. I know I could go all over about this, but it's really something I want to share with you, so I hope you're resonating with it. But I wanted to pop in here quick and let you know that every single month, towards the end of the month, I host completely free masterclasses. Usually they're about two days long, and they're completely free, and it's when I go really deep on one specific topic. So depending on when you're listening to this, every single month I do a free 
Masterclass. So you could always go ahead to my Instagram, check it out, check the show notes for what's coming up and what the topic is. But if you are listening to this in real time, July's free Masterclass is called Decaffeinated. And it is teaching you how to naturally boost your energy without relying on caffeine. So if you are someone right now who you're like, I really desire more energy, I'm drinking a ton of coffee, but it's not really helping me have a lot of energy, or you feel like you need to rely on caffeine and you don't want to rely on it, this masterclass is for you. Again, it's totally free. It's hosted in a Facebook group community. So even if you can't make the live times, you'll be able to watch the replay. All the information is in the show notes. And if you're listening to this and it's not July right now, again, I do free masterclasses every single month. So you can head to my Instagram at Angelica or check the show notes to see what's coming up towards the end of the month for the free masterclass that I do. So if it is on real time and you are interested in joining Decaffeinated, you can link, uh, click the link below, join us, or you can come DM me on Instagram. I'll send you the link and get you all set up. But I'm super excited for this because energy, physical energy is so important. It is like something that so many of you tell me that you really want more of. So I'm excited to do this free masterclass with you. If you have any questions, come contact me. Otherwise, I will see you in Decaffeinated. Now let's get back to today's episode. Number four, this is probably my favorite because of how much I really realized when I was, you know, really thinking about this. Number four is follow what feels good and remind myself of all of the amazing things that are in my life right now, how easily they fell into my lap. Now, someone might, you know, you might be listening and be like, oh, that's great for you, Corinne, that things just easily fall into your lap. But I'm sure that you can think about something in your life right now. Okay, sorry, these seagulls are going insane right now. So if you can hear them, just, you know, pretend you're sitting on the beach. Okay, so I bet you could think of something in your life right now that is so incredible that you're just like, it came out of nowhere or there was really no effort involved. And that doesn't mean that it's not good to work hard towards things. Of course it is, right? Like, of course we're gonna work hard towards things. But there are certain things that just come into my life that have just worked out better than I could have ever expected. So I'm gonna give you some examples in my life. So maybe it'll help you remind things of your life. So really what this is about is also following what feels good because that leads you to alignment and that leads you to what you're meant to have. Okay. So for example, when I came across, when I got into my nutrition, right, I was struggling so hard with my digestion. I tried, I can't even tell you how many things I tried to to try and fix my digestion. Like the list would be like an hour long podcast, maybe more than that. But this woman who I've talked about again on this podcast before, Kimberly Snyder. She's a nutritionist. She's an author. She's amazing. Her book just came across me one day on Instagram. It just literally like fell out of nowhere. I saw it and I was like, oh, let me check it out. This book completely changed my life. It's called The Beauty Detox Solution. It is the reason why I went back to school for nutrition and why I'm here now. And it literally just came out of nowhere, fell into my lap. My fiance, my now fiance, Chris, came out of nowhere. So I was single for, I don't know, 10, well, maybe eight years before we met. And I just knew, I knew that I was going to to fall in love. I was going to get married. I was going to have a family one day. I just knew that that was going to happen. I had full trust in that. I never knew the how, but I knew it was going to happen. 
because, and this is something that's really interesting also, because this was just something that was normal to me. My parents were married, all my friends had fiancés and husbands, all this stuff. That was something that was like not an easy achievement, but it was just something that was quote unquote normal. So I knew one day it was going to happen. And I knew that once I actually started dating someone, it wasn't just going to be something that lasted a couple months and then fell apart. I knew it was just going to be it, right? I just, I just knew that that was how it was going to be. And that's exactly what happened with Chris. And he came literally out of nowhere. It was, it was so weird how we, I'll, I'll I'll do a whole nother episode on that maybe one day, but the way that we started talking, it just, it just like fell into my lap. And I remember telling myself, follow what feels good. And uh, because I've been on this journey of law of attraction and universe and energy and vibrations and all this stuff for almost a decade and following what feels good is what really, really helps me. And I remember when Chris and I first started dating, I would, you know, I had a lot of walls up. I had a lot of walls up. I was like, I didn't like getting vulnerable, but I remember saying to myself, Corinne, follow what feels good. This feels really good right now. He always makes me feel really good. Like, just follow it. There were so many things of why I was like, oh, it's, it's not going to work out. Like, this, 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 and the other thing. But I was like, it feels really good. Like, let's just follow it. And clearly it worked out. I mean, we're engaged right now. We're getting married next year. So that doesn't mean that everything has been easy since then. Of course, we have our challenges like every relationship does. It takes work to have a strong relationship. But I'm saying the actual, like act of him coming into my life just came out of nowhere. My business coach that I currently have, Jen Kennedy, she just flew across my Instagram one day out of nowhere and she's completely changed my life. Like These things just fall into my lap and then the work then the work is required after that. But for a really long time now, as being a business owner, I, I feel like I have to always make things happen. I have to find what I'm looking for. I have to go out outwardly and get all these things and make things happen. And that energy is not what works for me. It's not what works for most people. It's the energy of allowing, completely trusting that the dreams I have, the vision I have that is going to happen and not getting so stuck on the how. This is a whole another podcast episode, but I'm just going with it. Not getting stuck on the how, because I never knew the how. I never knew how I was going to meet the person I was going to end up marrying. I never knew how I was going to eventually heal my digestion and eventually leave teaching because I knew I wasn't going to be a teacher forever. I just never knew how it was going to happen. I never knew how any of these things were going to happen, but the how eventually reveals itself. The more you follow what feels good, the more you tune into yourself and be aligned, the how will just reveal itself. And I need to keep continuing reminding myself this as a business owner to not get so wrapped up in the how and just allow things to happen. Because if it's meant for you, it will not pass you. I believe that to my absolute core. What is meant for you will not pass you. And when I have full trust in things, things happen. Like I had full trust in that I was going to find somebody and and marry and have an amazing relationship and have a family and all these things. I had full trust in that because that was something I knew and I saw. When it comes to the huge business goals that I have, I want to have big events one day with women where I'm teaching about your health and your hormones. And there's dance parties and there's, you know, all these things things like breath work and you could bring your kids and they're like, I have so many huge visions of possibly educating middle school students, like having assemblies for them or educating doctors on this stuff. Like I have so many huge goals for this business and 
I have, I really do have full trust in it. I have full trust that this is going to happen, but because it's not something that I have seen personally in close family members or close friends like I do see with marriage, it's something that takes a little bit more of my trust and uh, that that it will happen because I don't have an example of it. I have an example of it for sure with other women in this space that I've followed and that I'm now in connection with, but it's just a little more disconnected from me or a little further away from me than someone who's really close to me. So I purposely put myself in rooms with people who are doing this, which is why I always invest in myself in my business because I get to see what's now possible, which is why I always encourage people, women who are trying to improve their health to get in rooms with women to join programs with other women who are doing things that you want to do and who are showing you what's possible, who can lead the way for you because it makes it a lot easier to have that full trust and to know that it's possible. So I'm squirreling a little bit, but let me just recap this really quick. And I hope you are following along with this. So number one, ways that I'm helping myself again to get over to get out of overwhelm, get out of comparison, get out of feeling that stuck like tangled up feeling is number 1 setting strict social media boundaries. Number 2 meditating more outside so I could like really connect in more and say the affirmations of the more I tune in, the more aligned I'll be and joy brings joy. Number three is sleep. Number four, that was a huge tangent, but number four is following what feels good and reminding myself of how so many amazing things that are in my life fell into my lap, initially fell into my lap and then the work was required. So that is number four. And number five, I'm going to end on number five. And if you are interested in hearing the other three, let me know and I'll do a separate podcast episode on it because I don't want to completely go on on tangents. But number five is journaling. I am such a journaler and I really process things by myself and by writing things out and sometimes talking out loud to myself. Some people really like to process with other people, maybe with friends and with their significant other. Sometimes I do that depending on what I need to process, but I really like to process things on my own. I need quiet time where I can just let my thoughts run out without interruption, just stream of consciousness, just writing stuff out. I really process things when I'm writing and I was journaling every day. I was doing my gratitude practice and all of that, but I wasn't prioritizing free writing time. And I need time for me specifically. Maybe you don't need this. Again, these are not things that you need to do. I'm just sharing with you what I know works well for me to allow you to really take the time to think about what works well for you when you're feeling overwhelmed and you're comparing and you're feeling stressed. And maybe you could try some of this stuff out. Maybe it works for you, maybe it doesn't, but it's just opening the conversation in your head of what you can do when you're in this situation because that doesn't mean I'm never gonna feel overwhelmed and stuck again, but it's just reducing the frequency of it because by doing these things, I know it keeps me in a better energetic vibration and it really just helps me stay more aligned and the more aligned I am, the less overwhelmed I am. And again, doesn't mean it's not going to happen, but it reduces the frequency of it. So for me, journaling is huge. I need time to free write, to just journal out my thoughts. And that wasn't happening because I was on my phone too late. I was going to bed too late. And by the time I got in bed, because I do a lot of my journaling at night in bed, I was exhausted and I was just passing out. So I wasn't allowing myself the time to journal. So really giving myself that time is huge because I know how big of a difference it makes for me. Like last night, I was super overwhelmed. I just felt so stuck. I started crying 
so like, let's just be open and honest here because I, I want to give you the real deal of what's going on. I was crying. I'm sitting on my floor and I'm like, why do I feel like what is going on? There's so many amazing things that are happening in my life. I'm welcoming in amazing women into this new group coaching program. Uh, like things in my relationship are going so well. We're planning this wedding. Like it's summer. I'm, I'm being so active. Like all these amazing things are happening, but I felt all tangled up. And I'm like, what is happening? So I just let the tears flow out and I just sat down, started journaling. And literally what this podcast is, is what I journaled last night. I just let everything flow out. Obviously I journaled way more than what I'm sharing here, but I know, and I felt so much better after that. I literally felt like that tangledness that I had going on was completely released because I processed it. And that's what I, that's what I wasn't doing. I wasn't processing it in the way that I need to. And I wasn't raising the necessity that of the, of really um, setting aside the time to do that because, oh, I don't have the time to do that right now. I need to make sure I'm focusing on this. I, I don't have time to do this. I need to make sure I'm focusing on this and, and thinking that other things are higher of a priority when really this is more of a priority because if I'm all tangled up, I'm not going to be able to do all the other things as best as I can. So those are my five tips for you for when you feel overwhelmed, you feel stuck, you feel like you're comparing yourself, you feel that like tangledness in your energy and you just need to release it and process. This is what I am doing to really help myself with that. And again, ask yourself what makes sense to you, what resonates with you, try some things out, see what works best, and then maybe journal it out or process it verbally, however you process things and come up with ways that will help you reduce your overwhelm, reduce feeling stuck, reduce the frequency of it. Because again, things are going to happen. I'm going to feel overwhelmed again, 100% going to feel overwhelmed again, but it reduces the frequency of it. And when I do feel overwhelmed again, I could easily be like, okay, I know I'm not tuning in. I know I'm not aligned. I know the things that I need to do to help myself be more aligned. So let me get back to that immediately. So real quick, I'm going to recap all five. Of course, they'll be in the show notes. So if you are driving or showering or one of you told me you mow the lawn while you're listening to me, which is so cool, whatever you're doing right now, maybe you're on your way to Whole Foods, getting some good food, um, you will find all this in the show notes. So don't worry about it. It will all be there for you. So number one, setting strict social media boundaries to connect more with myself. Number two, dropping into meditation more and meditating more so near nature or outside because that's what works best for me and saying the affirmation, the more I tune in, the more aligned I'll be and joy brings joy. Number three is sleep. Number four, following what feels good and reminding myself of all the amazing things that have come easily to my life because I was in that energetic vibration. I was in a state of receiving. When I, when you're following what feels good and you are connected, you're in a state of receiving. In order to receive the things that we want to receive, in order to attract whatever you want to attract in your life, maybe you want to attract more clients if you're an entrepreneur, maybe you want to attract um, a nutritionist that, that makes sense to you, maybe you want to attract good health and more energy and answers to why you're feeling this way, maybe you want to attract a partner, whatever it is in your life, in order to attract what we want to attract, we have to be open to receiving it. And following what feels good is one of the ways to doing that. So that is number four and having full trust that if it's for you, it will not pass you. 
That's number four. And then number five is journaling. So I hope that you resonated with this episode. If you did, I would love if you could share this on your Instagram stories and tag me so you could help me spread this message, help me spread this podcast as far and wide as possible. And if you're uncomfortable sharing podcasts on Instagram or you're not someone that really likes doing stuff on social media, I totally get it. Just send this in a text message, share it with three of your friends, just send it to them right now and just be like, hey, I really resonated with this episode. I think it would really, you know, it would really help you out also. I would love if you could do that because you are the reason why this podcast is growing and why more and more women are getting the help that they need because you're sharing it. So I so appreciate you doing that. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. I hope you found some, you know, nuggets in here to help you and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.